Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy. Dale says this, this afternoon, Wish I could get these reprobates to notify me two days in a row. <laughs> hey, since we're talking about that, I just want to mention to you straight up. Uh, we have been getting a lot of feedback from people that not only are you guys not getting notices, but the people, JC, who are not able to watch us live, they go to our YouTube channel to find the videos and they're not there. The videos are not being shown when you go to actually see the uh, to, to to catch up on the shows. They're they're showing up two and three days after we post them. And so I just wanted to mention to everybody to please make sure that not only do you like this, but you also share. When you share, you help us break the censorship, the bondage of censorship, because when you put the link out there, see, this is the thing. When you put the link out there, then the link is accessible to people and then they can get to it. So they go to the YouTube channel and they see nothing. But if the link is out there, then people can click and go to the link. So people are telling me when they get the link, they can go. But when they don't get the link, then it's just simply not there on the YouTube channel, which is bizarre. Yeah. I mean, some people get them, some people don't. It's it's a weird thing. Well, but it's not just simply notification. It's they're going to our YouTube channel, right. and the videos are not there. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back. I, I think we have to go back to our app. You know, we had an app in the old days. Oh yeah, that played all the podcasts. So I had Aaron to start looking into um, building a new app because I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how many people used to have our the original app which I think is still in the store, but, um, yeah, no, it's still in the store cause we don't have the rights to take it down. <laughs> no. So our guy, Dan passed away and yeah. uh, suddenly, and, uh, and we lost, we lost access to that. Just one of those, uh, one of those things. Yeah. So I think we'll be developing a new app. And, Give us a uh, thumbs up in your chat room. If you'd be interested in having a Chris Ann Hall app. Yeah. And so we'll be able to, I think that should be one place we'll be able to then broadcast and live stream and shouldn't be a problem. I, uh, JC, you know, uh, our, our new quarter at uh, river school of government is starting up here and I was really needing a quiet place to just sit down and really, really work and find a place where I could be with no bother, with no noise, with no people and so I figured um, I might go find me a, a Biden rally. <laughs> for a quiet place? Yeah, I'm going to go find me a Biden rally <laughs> for Trump, my, my Trump, quiet uh, All the Trump supporters at the Biden rallies <laughs> might make too much noise. You might not get much done. Yeah, I know. That's, that's crazy. I was looking through the headlines. By the way, today I have this huge blockbuster thing that I want to show you. And I'm not sure that the media is going to, well, let me put it this way. I am certain that the media is not going to tell you the truth about this, but Donald Trump has actually done one of the biggest 
swamp cleaning executive orders that I have ever seen. And I want to get to that today. But first, we want to get everybody the chance to get in the room. So stick with us while we do this. But I was looking through um, I was looking through the headlines, you know, how I do. And sometimes they just they just simply make me laugh out loud. And so I have this headline where uh, Biden flips script on Trump in campaign's final week, right? So you go to this article, which is on Politico, and you read, Donald Trump is chasing every possible opening across the electoral map while Joe Biden is sitting on his lead, carefully surveying the landscape for states that might serve as insurance policies. So what the media is saying that Biden has canceled his meetings not because nobody's showing up to them, but because he has such a comfortable lead that he's yeah, just sitting back and, and 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 wisely wisely conserving wise, his energy wisely conserving his energy <laughs> and Trump is all over America frantically gathering tens of thousands of people. If you you read these headlines, is this what this is going to be? I mean, I, I, I JC, the media sets the tone to create a reality. They don't report reality. They set a tone to create reality. What is the reality going to be on November 3rd? I mean, I, when you see tens Shall of see thousands of people and and. Out of desperation, the Democrats have now got Barack Obama out of the mothballs, right? So they pulled, they said, Barack, we don't care that you think you're retired. We don't care what you're doing off playing golf or whatever it is that you do now that you're not president. You have got to go campaign for Biden because nobody wants to go see Biden and people will come see a former president of the United States. Right. Because that's the whole thing. They don't care that 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 Barack Obama's out talking about Joe Biden. People are showing up to hear Barack Obama. Yeah. But, but people are barely showing up there. Yeah. Well, that's true. But like Bon Jovi and Obama can't even get Joe Biden. To, I mean, voters to turn out. Yes. It's crazy. It is crazy. It I, so is it's hard. Crazy. to. I, I don't. It's hard to to reconcile what you're seeing out there with what the polls report and what all the news, you know, talking heads are saying. Uh, so I, I don't know. So here's another funny headline for the day. I thought you would find funny because I, I don't read headlines. I just read, I don't just read headlines. I actually go in and read the articles, which make the headlines even funnier after you actually read the articles. Mm -hmm. And this is NBC, JC. Putin rejects Trump's criticism of Hunter, Hunter Biden's business. Did you read this? Did you see this article? Because it was, you know, I saw the headline. I, yeah, I didn't see the article. Whenever I, I see something it. with Putin, you know, because I have this thing with Russia yeah, I, and I want to know what's going on. And yeah, this is, I, I, and Putin is a very amusing guy. He always sure. makes me laugh. He's, he's really smart. Yeah. So I want to know. Right. So here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the article, JC. Let me make it bigger for everybody. Yes, he, uh, he, Hunter Biden, had, this is Putin now, because they asked him about it. He says, yes, in Ukraine, Hunter Biden had, or maybe he still has a business. I don't know. It doesn't concern us. It concerns Americans in the Ukraines, right? 
He says, well, yes, he had at least one company. He practically headed it up. And judging from everything else, he made good money. I don't see anything criminal about this. Or at least we don't know anything criminal about uh, about this being criminal, he says. Putin also rejected with visible irritation when asked about comments Trump had made concerning Putin's ties to former mayor of Moscow and to an alleged payment to Hunt made to Hunter Biden by the ex-mayor's widow. Putin said he knew nothing about the existence of any commercial relationship between Hunter Biden and the woman. So the headline, Putin, re- Putin rejects Trump's criticism of Hunter Biden's business is not actually true. Yeah, not ex- not exactly oh, what we was... lost our camera there, JC. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's Up if you can actually hear me out there. Not sure. Uh, lost the camera and the mic. So you're going to have to go back and see if. Check, check. We're there. We're back. All right, camera. We don't have the camera. Well, isn't this a beautiful Monday day? Anyway, here we go. Uh, pretend like it's radio. And so the whole headline from NBC News is that Putin rejects Trump's criticism of Hunter Biden's business as if the uh, whole thing is about Putin saying that Trump is a liar. The subheadline even says the Russian president took time to knock down what he made clear he regarded as false allegations from Trump about the Bidens. He doesn't say anything about that at all in the article. He even goes out of the way. Uh, he even goes out of the way to say, I don't know anything about this. I have no clue about this. Nothing about this is absolutely true. Is this fun? This is like old time listen, stare at the TV and listen to the radio. <laughs> oh, now I got an ad popping up in the middle of me. There we go. So um, here's an article from Fox News, which is why you have the sound happening, right? Because the sound is Fox News playing their ads like they always do. That's so annoying. But anyway, this this headline reads, Poll Watcher submits affidavit alleging... This is absolutely crazy. Oh, look, we're back. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and put this back up there then. Uh, Thank you for staying with us in that brief little thing of a Bobby that just happened. Glitch. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Kathy says, you've got a great broadcasting voice, Kristen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kathy. Learn to roll with the punches over the years. I tell you what. 
All right. Poll Watcher submits affidavit alleging Houston judge and election staff committed voter fraud report. This is crazy. JC, have you seen this one? I have not. Oh, my God. I, I saw. Uh, what was I looking at? I think I saw. Um, uh, gosh, somewhere in the northwest, a story of someone's um, someone's experience in the polls. Probably similar to this. Mm -hmm. it, it was really crazy. Yeah. So this guy, Raymond T. Stewart, is actually an a retired police officer hmm. who's a Texas poll watcher, submitted a sworn affidavit to the Harris County District Attorney's Office earlier this month, alleging that he personally witnessed an election judge and staff members committing voter fraud. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff just makes me laugh. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Because it's the boldness and the audacity. This is why we need poll watchers, JC. Mm -hmm. Here's what he says. Stewart said he became suspicious uh, with when he saw an unattended stack of driver's licenses sitting on the table. <laughs> what? Yes, he saw an unattended stack of driver's license sitting up. So they have this table. So they have a drive through, right, for COVID. So you can drive through vote in this county. And on the table by the drive through window was an unattended stack of driver's licenses. He thought, now, as a police officer, possession of a driver's license that is not yours is possibly a crime. Mm -hmm. So he became suspicious about about whether there was a crime happening with a stack of driver's license sitting next to the window where the drivers are coming through to cast their drive through votes. Wow. <laughs> he later then saw the the deputy pull person actually shuffling through the driver's licenses as the people were coming through allegedly using the stack of driver's licenses as proof of voting for the people who were coming through the drive-through. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Can you believe that? I the boldness, right? So this is why we need poll watchers, people. We actually have friends who are very involved here in Hillsborough County, Florida. And they say the poll, you know, when you do Republican versus Democrat, there are three times as many Democrat poll watchers as Republican poll watchers. Hmm. Republicans, at least in Hillsborough County. Are at work. Are, <laughs> that's, yeah. Don't come out because they have jobs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is this is absolutely, absolutely crazy. Drive man. through voting. That's interesting. Drive through voting. We covered that because at McDonald's, like an existing restaurant. I, yeah. Did they have to build a drive through just know. for voting. I don't know. Hmm. I, don't I know. mean, maybe it's the same employees. <laughs> Wing Confitti is right there right. with you, JC. She's like, I can't get past the whole drive-through part. Wow. Uh, so uh, I got this message. I don't have a. I don't have you know, this we just from started, a private message. We just but. started on Twitch. We did not too long ago, and yeah. so we got some viewers on Twitch. That's great. Welcome. Oh yay! 
welcome Twitchers. I don't know if that's what you call them. Twitch people. Thank you. I don't know if you saw this. This came in in a private message. Uh, our friend Scott London. Uh, talking about Texas. So El, Pas El Paso County uh, Judge Samaniago, Samaniago is imposing a mandatory stay-at-home curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. because cases of COVID are going escalating. Yeah. Because from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., COVID is most active and you don't want to be out after 10 p.m. or COVID will get you. If you're if you wait until 5.01 a.m. and you're in your house by 9.59 p.m., COVID won't get you. Right. That's crazy. These judges in Texas are crazy. Judges in Texas have crazy power. Absolutely crazy power. It's insane. They sh they have they're like little tyrants. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of the judges in medieval England. The the, the judges and the uh well the Shire Reeves before the Magna Carta. Right. These judges are crazy. They have so much power to put people on house arrest. Little kings. It's nuts. Did you put that up there? Yeah, I was just you mentioned the COVID spike stuff covid spike everybody's talking about this the, the spike mm -hmm. um but they don't talk about the death rate right they don't mm -hmm. talk about the trend of the death so even though even though they're referring to the spike in new cases uh the deaths are continuing to trend downward right but they don't want to talk about that because a bigger number of i mean because okay somebody caught it okay wow well good whatever um, but if, 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 if I've heard someone say that as time goes by, viruses weaken, um, I've heard that said. So, I mean, if, if that's the thing, if you're, ha if we're handling stuff better, if it's weakening or whatever, for whatever yeah. reason, um, it, you know, it's being handled better. You don't, you don't have all the, so many. Uh, tragic consequences they don't want to talk about that they leave that out because that then that wouldn't scare people if you if you told people if the report was you know we have case new cases of the viruses are increasing but deaths from from those case from uh, from the virus continues to decrease then people would probably feel comforted or mm -hmm. confident um which I think shows you the whole point. The whole point of it is to keep people in fear in order to manipulate and control. So it's all about fear. It's not so, about safety. It's not about health. No, it's not. It's it's all fear. Hey, I want to show this to our, just a little information out there for our Texas friends. Okay, so this is Article 1 of the Texas Constitution. The Texas Constitution, Section 28 and 29, Section 29 of the Texas Article One, Section of the uh, Article One of the Texas Constitution, ought to be in every single state constitution. Mm -hmm. So you have this judge who is calling for curfew and locking people down, and so Section 29 
of the Article One of the of the Texas Constitution, which is the Bill of Rights. So Article One of the Texas Constitution is called the Bill of Rights. And Section 29 says this Bill of Rights accepted from powers of government and inviolate to guard against transgressions of of the high powers herein delegated. We declare that everything in this Bill of Rights is accepted out of the general powers of governments and shall remain shall forever remain inviolate and all laws contrary thereto or to the following provisions shall be void. Now, I don't know how how clear, more clear you can get with that, but a judge that's issuing a curfew like this is a violation of due process, violation of uh, property rights, there's I can think of right now because I've studied the Texas Constitution, uh, you know, quite a bit these in these days. And the um, Texas Constitution is very clear on certain things. And this judge, these curfews are a violation of at least four provisions of the Texas Constitution, which by the Texas Constitution makes it null and void. Mm-hmm. which means the judiciary can't make an exception. The judiciary cannot accept that out there. It says from government. Let's let me put that back up there just in case somebody's clear. Guard against transgressions of the high powers herein delegated. We declare that everything in this Bill of Rights is accepted out of the general powers of government and shall forever remain inviolate. And all laws, the contrary thereto or to the following provisions shall be void. I just hate the fact that people become so, you know, the the majority of folks become so compliant and and cowards mm-hmm. that, you know, you, if people would stand up in force and say no, then there's nothing they could do about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But because we're, surrounded by so many cowards dominated by fear right you, you basically end up being the guy standing out there by yourself getting thrown in jail and getting dragged through on the process you know your life ruined because we're surrounded by so many cowards it's it's just it's uh it's disheartening so uh peaceful pond place sweet shop that's a cute little logo they have there uh that would not fly where I live because people work here 24 seven. Well, that's the interesting thing about this order. It's completely arbitrary because there are exceptions. If you have to go to work, you can go. If you have to do this, you can go. If you have basically what it boils down to is if you have our permission, then you can go. Right. And that is the very definition of a transgression of the high power for the government to be able to pick and choose this judge, by the way, this judge, judge Samaniago County judge Samaniago is, is the very example of despotic government. So you want to hear what Trump did? I'm sorry, I'm distracted looking at these sweets. Oh, you're looking at <laughs> Peaceful Pond Place Sweet Shop. Oh yeah, Peaceful Pond Place Sweet Shop. Maybe they want to sponsor a show or something. <laughs> With free candy. 
<laughs> you got free candy for JC. JC's looking at your candy, man. Looks good. <laughs> oh, look at the little car keys. A car keys made out of chocolate. Is that what they are? Yep. Oh, look at that. Little That's cool. If chocolate. hey, you had me at chocolate. I don't really care what shape it is, but you had me at chocolate. So, so they have a good website then, right? Sure. All right. Because Chris Ann Hall listeners, Daily Journal listeners are successful <laughs> business right. people right. with great products. <laughs> so Donald Trump, Donald Trump did pass the uh, signed into uh, executive order. The most the the most swamp clearing executive order I have seen so far. It's absolutely incredible. So here's here's here is the executive order itself. I'm going to make it bigger here so people can see it. There we go. We'll go up to the top so you can see the whole title. And there we are. Executive order on creating schedule F in the accepted service. So here's how this works, JC. There are some positions in Washington, D.C. that are subject, everybody is on notice that they're subject to change mm -hmm. they're, when the new president comes in, right? We've talked about this on the show. Come in and wipe out, clean out the house. The presidents don't usually do that. They should. But they should, and there are certain positions that are subject to that. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump, with the stroke of a pen, has just created an executive order, which, by the way, remember, an executive order is something that the president writes to issue rules and regulations and directives for the executive branch. Right. So this is actually a proper use of an executive order. Just so we're clear, because we are. I'm always getting those questions, JC. When is an executive order a good executive order? This would be a good executive order because it's the executive issuing, issuing a directive to the executive branch. Now, there are some positions which are subject to transition with the president. Mm -hmm. However, there are some positions that have been traditionally not subject to transition when a president comes or goes. And they pretty much have what we would call tenure. I mean, they're in there until they die or until, because you know how federal employees are. If you mess up in your job, you get promoted, right? Federal employees do not use their job, lose their jobs. They just get promoted if they do bad. And so what Donald Trump did in this particular executive order was take a good portion of those employees and made them at will employees, made them subject to hiring and firing by the directors of their agencies. So remember now, when the president comes in, the people that get changed out are the directors of the agencies. Correct. Their people who work under them have been traditionally and typically people who were not subject to having their jobs change. Which makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you, it, when, you know, the, the American people are voting for a change in administration and you're saying that that system is saying 
well, you can't change them. That, right. That's just bonkers. Right. Like, and this has been what's gone on in this administration pretty much the whole way that we've had decades of, of infiltration by these leftists that that's who the president has been stuck with the entire administration. That's how you get like stroke and uh, you know, McCabe and all these kind of idiots. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, even, even when you look at like what's going on with the Hunter Biden laptop, you had these 50 intelligence, uh, whatever, former intelligence employees or what have you coming out who have, who have, have not seen mm -hmm. the information, not seen the laptop. Because right. in fact, they're either admitting that they broke the law right. by having seen this information or sight unseen without having any access to the information have declared it, you know, Russian intelligence, whatever. Right. So that's there's an example of, I mean, 50 of them of what kind of people you have in in these positions, intelligence services, you know, in all these departments. And I suspect that probably many that were on the inside were actually calling their buddies who were on this list saying, hey, you know, why don't you do this or that? So so, you know, you have all kind of the, these people still in there. I mean, just right. just it's infested, absolutely infested. So Trump's executive order is going to clean house. Oh, look at this. JC, you might be getting some chocolate in the mail. <laughs> Peaceful Pond Place Yay. Sweet Shop says they can send some chocolate. Oh, here we go. We need little constitutions made from chocolate. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a good cool. idea. There we go, Richard. We got a whole chocolate conversation going on in the in the chat room. Handmade and engraved for your pleasure. Right. <laughs> here we go. Here we have. Um, where is this? Oh, I missed that. I had I had it up here. Katie says that she wants to sponsor a show with makeup. Yeah, I have all the makeup that <laughs> I need at the moment. Katie, I'm going to take you up from that. As a matter of fact, look, guys, uh, we will we will advertise for you with a, you know, sponsor a show and we can do that. That would be really sponsor great for trade sponsor for trade. Hey, I'm all for sponsor for trade. Any uh, hot tub salesman out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back back on top. Yeah, wings and finish these chocolate constitutions. Yes. So, uh, oh, look, her husband works for a bullet factory. We can do some sponsor in there too, buddy. Rock on. <laughs> Rock on. Chocolate and bullets. That's so, what, yeah, I, that's all I need to survive. Chocolates and bullets. <laughs> he needed this he needed this uh this executive order on day 1. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, here's the thing, JC. I think that people are uh, Trump. Here's here's how Trump works. You know, I mean, he's new to this mm -hmm. and he's figuring out. I believe that Trump is really getting sick and tired of the deep state opposition. And he's actually figuring out who they are. Yeah. And I can see him, you know, because he's you're fired guy. Right. He's the you're fired guy. And he's going around going, who are these people? Let's get rid of them. And they're saying, well, we Mr. President, sir. we can't yeah. because of blah, 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 blah. And he's like, we can't. What yeah. do you mean these people work here forever? What do you mean they right. have jobs forever? Yeah, because you have to remember he, you know, he comes in from the business world right. with that business mentality. Mm -hmm. He probably did not have a sense of how absolutely unfireable people yes. were because you know, if I were in his position, I'd be thinking, because my first thought when 
people were talking about this was the people that he put in the, as heads of the, the departments, they should be they should be the ones firing these people. Right. But in fact, they can't. Right. Even the heads of the departments that he puts there. Right. Can't get rid of the people that work for him. I, I, it's it's insanity. So most of the American people don't understand the uh, the union. Right. The unions yeah. that actually control this. Oh, and 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 speaking of that, the unions are losing their ever loving minds over this executive order. Yeah. They're losing their minds. Now, they don't have they don't have a snowball's chance in hell for to do any of this because it's he is the head of the executive branch. Right. He has the authority to do this. There'll be a lawsuit. Oh, they'll there try to sue, lawsuit. but I don't it would be really crazy to see how the courts go on this. I mean, the, he is the boss of the executive branch. Yeah. I Oh, how crazy would that be to find out in reality that the courts would put an end to public service, uh, public sector unions? Mm. I mean, that's crazy. So anyway, so what this does is it creates this schedule F for what they call accepted service, uh, which means now that positions other than those of confidential or policy determining character uh, are now subject to be hired and fired based on their acumen, mm. <laughs> based on their performance. Yeah. So you can actually, and I don't know if, if you don't work in government, if you've never worked in government, if you've never been in the military, Maybe you don't really get a concept of how impossible it is to fire people. How absolutely impossible it is to fire a government worker because yeah. of the unions. Right. Because of all of the craziness that happens, most people who are acting negligently in their job get promoted or get transferred to a new job. They don't get fired. And so this this is this is this is crazy, crazy good. This is crazy, crazy powerful. This means you know what this means? This means that when if Donald Trump is reelected. You're going to see a massive house cleaning. Because he's just created the authority to do that, right? We should be getting rid of these people. We should have. And then it says in the executive order that the whole that they should be subject to to. Um, uh, oh, I, for, I forget the word they used in there, but um, at will not at will. They, they should be subject to uh, competitive hiring practices, mm -hmm. meaning you should have to submit, resubmit your resume. Well, there should. I've be. been saying this from the day one. When you're, when I, if Chris Ann Hall were elected president of the United States, everybody from the top down would reissue their resume to me. We would go through a whole three month rehiring process. Yeah, you would either find a new job or you would get rehired. That would be it. We complete regime change. And because right. we haven't had that, this is the deep state. This is the people that are there for people like, oh, Supreme Court justice is there for life. Do you know how small of a fraction of life 
actually falls under the purview of the Supreme Court of the United States. But when you consider the thousands of federal employees in the EPA, the FT, the, the uh, ATF. ATF, the uh, SEC, the FCC, the Bureau, F of Land Management. Bureau of Land Management, you know, all of these people are actually in their jobs as long as they want to be. Yeah. No, I, I, I never forget watching. Uh, I think I've, I've told the story about watching, I don't know, C-SPAN or something. And there was this lady testifying before a Senate committee. And um, she was just some, you know, just some uh, uh, unknown um, bureaucrat in the Department of Education. She had written particular policy, like every every piece of legislation that had ever, ever been passed in 40 years. Mm -hmm. She alone, single I remember talking about that on the show, Was responsible JC. for it. So it's these tons of bureaucrats, just armies and armies of bureaucrats that, and, and that's the whole thing. Most of the people that we elect, like the names you know that that you think you elect, they're not really they're not really the people running the government. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as getting this stuff done and then things coming in. So, and then not to mention you have the outside, you know, the sort of shadow organizations that this this enables the shadow organizations to do what they do because then they work through these unnamed faceless bureaucrats army of them mm -hmm. and what do you do about them nothing you don't even know who they are they can't right. be fired uh the union i mean you basically have the union telling the people that you elected who you have placed as their bosses right and then the union is saying you can't like they don't work for you basically right they right. work for the union that's I don't know. That that's one of the big things. The same same thing. I've said this over and over again. This ticks people off. This is at the heart of the police brutality, you know, hubbub and commotion. When you when you have uh, actual the these officers that are out of control and do the you know the ones that are out of control and the ones that commit crimes, they're untouchable and unaccountable because of the unions for right. one reason: unions. Well, that's but it. That's how they're shielded because the unions are allowed to create a completely different uh, set of rules for for any government employee, police, whether they be police officer, whether they be, uh, you know, some person in the Department of whatever interior. So these public sector unions essentially opt their members out of the law under which you and I live. Right. So it basically creates a group of people who are above the law. And and then and then they're untouchable. You can't do any in fact, these bureaucrats within the federal government mm -hmm. are more untouchable than a police officer who breaks the law. Right. Right. Well, and then absolute power uh corrupts absolutely. So you have these people that are untouchable. And I didn't say and when all they're police officers break the law, by the way. I said yeah. those those police officers who do are untouchable. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, there is, we have to, we are going to have to be very diligent in the future about who these people are. 
and knowing now that there's a way to get rid of them. Uh, it, it, this is like a dream come true for me. I don't know how many years have I been talking about how we need to, you know, changing out the leadership is not enough. Yeah. You have to get on there. I mean, I worked as a prosecutor for the state of Florida. I watched prosecutor come, you know, the state attorney come, state attorney go, public defender, chief public defender come, chief public defender go. And it's always the same people underneath. And, and that's where the real power comes from. Hey, JC, Richard Kramer uh, is in the chat room. He he was off hunting. He, he was missing us because he was off hunting. I told him he needs to send us some sausage. But he was talking about his engraving. And I just, some people were asking about some of his engraving work. And I have some right here. Mm. You see JC's Liberty Addict t-shirt there. Uh, Mr. Kramer made this coin for me. Can you maybe put that? Uh, up there so they can see probably it? not no 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 I'd have to refocus the You'd camera refocus. it's not on autofocus oh, okay. so, so anyway the coin looks like jc's t-shirt it says right. liberty addict on it and on the back it has liberty first university with the liberty first university bell ringing guy the 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 uh, colonial patriot ringing the bell. Yeah. So uh, I think that's like a mock up of what he what he had wanted to do with silver. Yes. Silver coins. So he wants to make some silver coins for us, and this is a mock up of that. And he does absolutely beautiful work. <laughs> yeah, so don't those touch the camera. <laughs> don't touch the camera. <laughs> it's no, no, no! It's leave working. It. It's working. It's leave it. Leave it. Leave it. I wanted to do uh, show a little bit of this video mm. from yesterday. You um, better be careful with that. You will be deplatformed. Yeah, I'm not going to show the whole thing, but I want to show a little bit of this video, uh, so you know where to go to find it. So um, this is the graduation for River University last night. It was last night, right? This is Dr. Paul Williams. Dr. Paul Williams is a, an investigative journalist. He was an investigator for the FBI. He's written a large number of books. And I just wanted to, to play just a little bit so you can see where to get it and, and listen to it just a little bit because I think everybody should have to listen to this. JC's like, <laughs> we're going to get kicked off. Yeah. Pretty much. You have to unmute it. Oh, unmute it. What you're going to hear is my plagiarism of a tape called Exposing the World's System by a guy by the name of Rodney Howard Brown. <laughs> Wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over, over you. you. You are to go, go from, from this, this place, place as wise as serpents. Wisdom means knowledge plus judgment. Your education is not over. Commencement comes from the old French, really from the old Latin, commensurate, meaning the beginning. Graduation from, comes from Gladys, which is the first step up a ladder. All these calls and cries for international socialism from this structure came the vaccination program that's going to be unleashed on the world probably within a couple of months. 
All right. So you need to go and watch this. You can find the video. Uh, you can start at the two hour, three minute mark. If you find this video right here and you go, you start at the two hour, three minute mark then you can uh, listen to the 40 minutes that comes after and it will quite an expose on the cabal and its uh, plans. It's amazing. Yeah, it is mind blowing. It's the stuff that, you know, in your head, uh, the stuff that you feel in your gut, but with actual documentation. I, I was, uh, I'm shocked that it's still up there today, actually. I think because it's buried <laughs> in the middle of the service. He was very specific, and I mean, just laid it all out. Yeah. The pandemic, the cabal, the vaccine. Who, who, uh, the who's who, who's behind it, yeah. who's doing it, who's all of this. And uh, it's it's really, really something to behold really really something to behold oh you're gonna put it okay there you go <laughs> put it in the chat room there we go there it is well guys all right oh it goes in all of them at the same time sweet thank you for joining us do you what do let me give JC the floor for just a few minutes. I don't need the floor. You don't need the I'm, floor. I'm, I'm look. I mean, we're this is the last week, guys. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is the last week before oh, the election. We're, and Amy Coney Barrett is tonight. Yeah. So, so at seven thirty, she should be. They should vote. Um, I lost track of what day it was and so, what time it was. Well, it's actually Hillary Clinton's birthday, as I understand. So on Hillary Clinton's birthday, <laughs> um, Amy Coney Barrett will be uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> so that'll happen tonight. Happy birthday, HRC. A woman on the Supreme Court. That's not you. That's not you. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was disbarred. I don't even think she can be on the Supreme Court. Well, you don't have to. You, you don't have to be a lawyer to be on the Supreme Court. You don't have to be a judge. You don't even have to have, have, to have a high school education to be on the Supreme Court. But Hillary's not on the Supreme Court which is all that matters to me. Do you remember the whole talk about how Barack Obama was going to be appointed on the Supreme Court <laughs> next? Do you remember when they were talking about that? Yeah. Please. Oh, and uh uh who that Hillary uh Barack Obama's guy Eric Holder was going to be on Supreme Court next. Yeah. 7 days till the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm interested though. I really am interested to see what's going to happen. With all of the stuff that's being laid. By the way, guys, hit the thumbs up for us. I, I mean, we're looking at the thing. There's a whole ton of you guys in there watching. And, and like a third of you have hit the thumbs up. So if you hit the thumbs up for us, that would be really great. Uh, remember to share and break the bondage of censorship for us. They're not showing our feeds. They're not even showing the videos when you go to the YouTube channel anymore. So share, 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 share. Yeah, and I'll put that link in the description when we're done. Um, yeah, so it, I think uh, Florida, obviously, keep an eye on Florida. I mean, it's really it's Florida, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, are are the things that they're you know all the talk about Arizona, North Carolina, that sort of thing. I, I don't I don't think that's an issue. Um, I I don't I don't suspect. 
I, I believe Florida is uh, Trump. I'm going to go Trump. Um, but the, the thing about Florida, and we live here, you know, Florida has been razor thin for a very long time. So the balance in Florida is, is really razor thin. So uh, I, I think it's a state that's always in play. Um, but I, you know, there's been, I, I know one of the things about Florida. And again, let, let me reiterate what I've said before, uh, because people yeah, focus because on people need to know the dynamics of Florida. It's very yeah, misleading, but people, but in general, people are focused on, you know, the, the what's the black vote, the Ken uh, loves me. Latin, <laughs> Latin vote, that kind of thing. Uh, it, that's not, that's not the sort of, that's not what's going to, um, take Trump out of the presidency. This is a pre this is a Republican president with more black support than any Republican president in history, more lat Latino yeah. support than any Republican president right. in history. And I think that's true in Florida. The the swing, so to speak, is the moderate Republicans, these Lincoln Project Republicans. Uh -huh. That if if Trump is to lose the presidency, mm -hmm. that's where it's going to be. So I think that's one of the reasons, that's one of the things that make this uh, election hard to predict in the swing states. Because if you just look at the normal demographics and different trends and moves in certain areas, uh, then, then, you know, you, I, I think you can make, you know, you probably make the call, but I think the difference is going to be that that deep state establishment, you know, Lincoln, Lincoln, whatever that Lincoln project, you right. know, all that that bunch right. of those bunch of idiots defending democracy, uh, those establishment Republicans, they have they have a visceral hatred for this president. And I think it's in. I know we probably have two or three that disagree, but um I think that Trump upsets the apple cart. He's not business as usual. He doesn't. He Look doesn't at this fall executive order. I mean, yeah. he's tearing up the lifetime the gravy establishment of the federal government. I mean, there's right. nothing. There's no more job more secure than a federal paycheck, and he's he's making these people go through competitive hiring practices yeah. with every, well, with the potential of competitive hiring practices with every new president. I mean, think about that, JC, that alone. I, I, I just have to do this. Let me put this up here again, because I, I can't tell you how big this yeah, is. And I realize, and I think you would agree with this, Trump, no, Trump's not the solution to everything. No, no, you know, no, no, he's no, not, no. He's not the savior of America. He's not, you know, it's not the thing. But what you have and, and I, you know, you realize that to an extent, many, many of the things we deal with are not going to change no matter who wins. We understand that. But there is a portion. Th there are areas of difference. Within these two potential administrations. That are that are very, very divergent and very significant. So it's not a matter of, OK, we're going to vote Trump in and then all the problems are going to go away or we're going to vote Trump in and there's going to be a huge difference in every every aspect of government. No, mm -hmm. that that's not the case. There's still there are places where 
and I, and not necessarily because of Trump, but because of, you know, who's under him, who's around him, mm-hmm. who's still in there. I mean, look at all this, this army of bureaucrats that we talk about. They're not going to go away instantaneously just when Trump gets in. So you still have, you still have status government, even if Trump's in there. I don't think Trump supports all of the, the, the status things. I mean, right. he, he has some areas that clearly we would think he needs improvement in, uh, but the other side, it's a it's a very clear choice. It's very clear. So you can look at Trump and say, yeah, you know, he does these few things. These things are good, and I'm glad for that. But here's a couple things that I have problems with Trump. You could say that. But with Biden and, and really the Harris administration, when right. you look at that side, there there is no iffy area. There is no gray area. It's absolute, full-on, radical Marxism, anti-constitutional, absolute overthrow of america as you know it and not only as you know it because because again there's plenty of stuff we'd like to fix that's what what we're trying to head for but it's an overthrow like when we talk about we want to fix what's what's broken we're talking about getting back to the constitution right you elect joe biden and that cabal you're talking about people who reject the constitution in its entirety right America is inherently racist. America is inherently evil. The entire, all of its principles, concept, its history, its origin, everything is evil. Constitution is flawed. It needs to be replaced. It needs to be rewritten. It needs to be eliminated. We need to burn the American plantation to the ground. So that's what you're getting in Joe Biden. Is Trump perfect? No. Are there problems with Trump? Yes, for sure. But there are certain areas. And when you think, I know for us personally, when you look at the area of uh, religious liberty, there this is this is incontrovertible that this president has done more for religious liberty than any president in american history period yeah so that area there, there's nothing to argue about um the vaccine stuff okay that's i don't care who's in there that's going to be a problem and you know he's like oh you can take the vaccine whatever now I think as I look at Trump, so there's a difference between, okay, this is, I'm, let me go, let me give you the vaccine take as far as Trump's concerned, just my opinion on this whole vaccine thing. So he's like the warp speed and let's get a vaccine. So Trump is a narcissist. All right. And I, I I'm not, I'm not anti-Trump. I'm just saying, I'm just objectively saying this is who he is. Trump loves Trump. Big time. Anybody who okay. says that is any different is no, I don't mean that really... right. And I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm just saying yeah. that's who Trump is. So that's how you have to view a lot of things and mm-hmm. how he how he comes at stuff. So the vaccine is him saying, Oh, we're gonna find I'm gonna find a cure, I'm gonna save people with the vaccine, whatever. Now, the the question for me is not vaccine or no vaccine. I don't care. Make all the vaccines you want. Mm-hmm. My issue is forced vaccines. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you have vaccines, we have tons of vaccines. Doesn't mean I'm taking them. So I don't think Trump stands on the side of forcing people to take vaccines. He may be pumping up the creation of vaccines and the delivery or whatever. No. And, I, and you've heard him say he didn't even he, force he has, people to take more masks. No, but he's, he's not actually said we're not talking about forcing people to vaccines. Mm-hmm. We're 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 just we're going to make it available. If you want it, you're going to have it. We're going to roll it out. It's going to be so fast, whatever. He does that. He's never he's never once said. He's going to force anybody to take a vaccine. So I don't think that's his position. Right. I could care less how many vaccines you make. It doesn't matter to me because I'm not taking it. Um, but when you talk about forcing people, 
When you have that mentality of forced vaccine and this sort of coercive, coercive, um, you know, strong arm totalitarian style mentality, mm -hmm. which that is the mentality of a Biden administration. If the radicals told Biden to force the American people to take a vaccine, Biden's going to follow along. And besides the fact, I don't think Biden's going to be in there very long. Um, and it's going to be a Harris. I mean, it's going to be a Harris administration regardless, but I don't think Biden's even going to be there. And Biden's not going to be in control of what's happening, even if he is there. So, so yeah, that's no, the difference. I, that's why Nancy Pelosi opinion. was talking about having passing a bill to for the House of Representatives to eliminate or to remove an unfit president from office. They weren't talking about removing Trump from office. They were talking about removing Biden from office. I believe yeah. that's what they were doing. They were doing that. And and so I'm just going to, you know, I don't want to. You've talked about it before. It's going to come from the. It's you right there talks about that business right. aspect of the vaccinations. Right. Uh, JC, we're going to put that the link to this and, and I'll make sure that I'll try to make the link. I know there's a way to make the link start at a certain point. And so I will try to make that happen in the one the one that we embed. But if you're listening, I've had a lot of couple people asking me if you if you're listening, when you want to watch this video, start at the two hour, three minute mark, two hour, not two minute three seconds, two hour, three minute mark. I mean, you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. It's great. Oh my goodness. There, uh, pastor, uh, Mark Cabrera. Oh, that was amazing. Throws yeah, was down amazing, amazing message. I, I have so, to say just, just saying, if you don't take the vaccine, you won't be able to fly, eat, mm -hmm. shop, etc. Is like the very reason that would sort of seal the deal of, I mean, I'm not taking it anyway, but that would be like, okay, then I know I'm not taking it because that's right. a characteristic of the mark of the beast. Right. So I'm not right. taking, I, you're not going to, I'm not going to submit to anything that has that contingency. Right. If you don't do this, right. if you don't do this, you can't buy or sell. Head off. Right. Whatever you need to do, if you have to kill me because I'm refusing, then I then that's what's going to happen. But it, not not taking it. Absolutely right. not taking it. Which is why I have been saying now for at least six months. We have got to start. A Sons of Liberty Commerce. We've got to have a commerce system where people are going to be willing to buy and sell and trade without the vaccination, without the uh, chip that's going to be injected in you with the vaccination. Uh, so we, we, we need people out there. There's got to be plenty of people out there, plenty of, of people who believe and know and understand this, this mark of the beast, this, this, antichrist system who are saying i'm not going to be a part of this let's create a commerce outside of that yeah. and we don't have to be engaged because here's the thing if you tick off the powers that they're going to move everything to digital money and when you tick off the powers to be they're going to eliminate your digital money it's not like it's not like taking a coin from you right 
it's it's going to be like poof. Yeah, it's gone. The, You're wiped. And the, so we need a system where people can trade and sell and barter with physical coins. Get your silver, right? Yeah. Get your silver. Get your beans. Get your trade. Get your commerce. We can do this. We don't have to be. We do not have to be in bondage. And I'm going to just be clear because I've never made any any apologies about being a Christian and believing the way that I do. And I'll just simply tell you, I believe that God will make a way for us to do this so we don't have to be. You know, God's not going to let his children starve. He's not going to let us go without. So God is going to bless an outside commerce where we're not engaged. We're not forced into this. Well, he expects you to take a stand. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll just sign up for the beast economic system because there isn't another one. Right. Uh, no. So, you know, the economy of the fu of, of the of the future beheaded. Right. Whatever. Because, you know, that's the other thing you, you can watch Jonathan Shuttlesworth on that. But, the you know, loser speak stuff that said, you know, well, you know, we know we know we're going to chop your head off and whatever. But what you're doing is declaring your allegiance. That that's why. Right. Okay. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna participate in, in this alternative economic system because I'm declaring that no, I do not submit to the Antichrist. I'm not bowing to the Antichrist, right? right? I'm declaring my allegiance. So it doesn't matter that you know we know sooner or later right. uh, we're out, you know, and, and or in that period they're gonna get their heads chopped off, whatever. Uh, doesn't well, matter. China's, First China's off, the spirit of Antichrist is yeah. already here, yes. regardless of whether Antichrist, the man, is here or not, and what sort of time period you're in. So those principles are the same. You can't say, "Oh, well, we're gonna, we're not going to be here anyway." Uh, no, that's a that's a silly argument because it's not a matter of whether the man is on the scene or not. the The system is already here. The spirit is already here. So you have to declare your allegiance now and say i'm not taking the mark or anything that looks like the mark and i'm not i'm not declaring my allegiance to mike that says system. someone will think of something i hope i've already thought of it i already told you it just needs coordination sure we don't it, this is not brain surgery we don't need to reinvent any wheels i mean think about this we we all run around modern society walks around like we couldn't survive without our cell phones. We couldn't survive without our computers. We couldn't survive without the touch credit card. I got a new trick credit card. And the big thing on my credit card today was you touchless. You don't, you know, you don't have to do anything. Just touch it and you don't have to do anything. You know, we we survived a long time ago without all of this stuff. We can do it again. But you know right. what it means, JC? It means getting to know your neighbor again. It means building strong local communities again. It means not being reliant on, on China to send you crawfish. Uh, it means growing <laughs> your own crawfish, you know? It, 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 we, I, I don't know how many people realize. I, worked in, I lived in Louisiana for three years, and it was just mind-blowing. We export crawfish from Louisiana. Uh, or we, no, we import crawfish from China. And export rice to China from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. How does that make any sense at all? We keep what we uh, we keep what we make for ourselves first, and then we sell the excess. That's the way it's got to be. 
We've got to be a people who are willing and able to take care of ourselves. You don't have a garden, but there's got to be something you can contribute to the local community. And, and we just got to start this Sons of Liberty commerce. It just has, has to absolutely be that way. I'll, I'll be gone, no doubt, Terry says. Well, here's the thing, Terry. You're not gone now. Yeah. And that's my point. It's already here. Yeah, it's already so here. It's, it's a mistake. It's a mistake to think that all of this happens <laughs> at this later time and whatever. And, and that's not that's not the way. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Terry, I agree with you. I'm with you. Me too. How many of you remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> but it's here now. Yeah. It's interesting that it's interesting when you look at because um, I was just I was just studying this again. Um, when you look at revelation mm-hmm. i think revelation 17 it was look at um so there is this condition that you when you look at the condition of uh buying and selling right that you can't buy or sell save you have the mark of the beast save you have the mark right it's it's interesting there's there's uh there's nothing there that says that you know the mark didn't start happening until that moment right it says you can't buy or sell if you have it if unless you had it right mm-hmm. which means you already had to have had it right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's it's a just uh when they come to my door yeah I don't know what else to say, Terry. They're already here. It's already happening. <laughs> so if you're waiting for if you're waiting for the actual man to show up, and uh, then then we've missed we've missed the teaching on the spirit that's already here and the system that is already being put in place. Right. So we have to we have to make our allegiance clear now. I it's just a it seems like just, it's such a it's dangerous idea. Just make if you're your allegiance you know, clear. Know, you take a stand now. But it seems it seems like such a dangerous sort of theology to say, like, well, I won't be around for any of this because you know it's not till this particular time. That's not what the Bible says, and can be fooled by a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, they're not at the door. What I'm saying is, if you're waiting for them to be at the door, when that's that's supposedly when the mark comes. We have to let people know that it's not, and I guess that's what she's talking about, that they're, yeah. they're at your door to give you the mark. But when they come, this is the thing. They're, they, when you're, because if you think, for instance, like this thing, in you know, the vaccine or whatever, and you can't buy or sell, are, are we suggesting that when they start uh, giving out the vaccine, that then the rapture takes place? I mean, I don't understand that. So it seems to me that the mark could be happening long before that point in time ever comes. Well, and here's, here's my point. I think that this is one of the things that is clearly uh, a lot of different positions, a lot of different understandings, a lot of different interpretations of the application. And I'm just going to tell you right now, regardless of when I go before I go, I'm not doing it. I'm not participating in it. Right. I'm not. I'm going to. Everybody's going to know where I stand from day one. And if it means that I have to be, if I have to be the one who 
who the Bible talks about is the blood of the martyr, mm -hmm. then then that's who I have to be. I'm ready to be that one. I'm ready to do that. But in the meantime, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be educated. Yeah. I'm going to be educating others. And we're not there we're yet. Not, we're, we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not. I mean, that's what, yeah. that's what it's headed for. That's what people need to understand. Right. We're not there. We're not at that. You know, we're not at the full implementation of that system, but that's what we're fighting against. And I, and I believe, you know, I, I believe we're the restrainers of that. Right. We're, mm -hmm. we're the ones that have to stand up. Yeah, we are. We are the you ones. Can't, you can't just say, well, you know, it's supposed to happen. It's going to happen because mm -hmm. um, the Bible says so or, you know, whatever. You can't have that mentality. Now, we are to run our race to the finish. Occupy. And to occupy until he comes. Yeah. But I think a lot of people think occupy means I'm occupying this chair. <laughs> Here I am occupying this chair. <laughs> but it's not. We are about our father's business, and that's who we have to be. Well, we are over time today, JC, but we've had too much fun today. Remember, uh, hit that thumbs up. Oh, one one more like, and we are breaking the threshold. So uh, hit the thumbs up, share, and help us break the bondage of censorship. Every time you share, you break the bondage of censorship. Also, all of, we had a good conversation today about sponsoring a show. If you want to sponsor a Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal show, please contact us. You can contact us at chrisannhall.com. And we can make that happen. JC, will you get that email, right? You will get that email and sponsor the show. We'll sponsor in trade. We'll sponsor in, in trade of fiat. I don't really care what we trade. And when you come, while we have this whole new format, we'll put up your... We'll put up a thing, a banner on the bottom. They'll show you that you're the sponsor of the show of the day. We'll let people get in touch with you. I've watched at least four people now go and buy chocolate. <laughs> at least four people go and buy chocolate just because we mentioned them on the show today. So I plan on going to buy chocolate because <laughs> chocolate is awesome. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for the tw Twitch crowd. I know, man. Look at this. I no thumbs on Twitch. I think we only I have don't know how you work there. A few episodes on there at this point. Yeah. But anyway, we'll be looking for other platforms and working on the app. Yeah, working on the app. So, JC, when just because somebody had asked in the chat room, when we're done on Twitch, does it stay on Twitch? I have to check. I know okay. very little about Twitch. I don't know a lot about Twitch either. Uh, we also need to look about uh, another platform like YouTube. Uh, there's a couple that I've looked into. D Live. Um, yeah, there's the one, one that that um, Bongino is on. I forget. It begins with a B, but I can't remember right off the top of my head now. Bit shoot. Bit shoot. Maybe that's it. Rumble. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for all Rumble. Yeah, Rumble's it. Blue North. It's Rumble. Yeah, we actually have an account at Rumble, but I haven't had time to really use it. So uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, we really, really appreciate all your support. And uh, today is only Monday. So we will see you. I'll capture all these suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. God bless, guys. See you then. <laughs> Maybe.